0: What is going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me on my sixth episode of Let's Talk Real UX with Spry. And today, we're going to be touching base on the producing stage, the third stage of how I think, the first stage being the planning stage, the second stage being the prototyping stage, and the third stage being today's episode on what and why you use the high-fidelity prototypes, how you use them, how you make them. And just ultimately, what wraps up the massive project that you are working on. So, without further ado, let's hop right into it. (laughs) Hey guys, so jumping right into the producing stage, I want to just make it clear what exactly is the producing stage. So the producing stage is um, when you take all your user flows from your planning stage and all your... No, sorry, your planning from your planning stage, all your wire uh, the uh, user flows and the the user flows and the sketches and the, all the feedback the rapid prototyping from prototyping stage put all that into producing a beautiful wireframe uh, a f- user a user flow of wireframes low fidelity mockups high fidelity mockups gaining that feedback from the audience and that is the producing stage. So when you produce the actual mock-up that you sent to the developers, that's what we're going for. But on today's episode, I'm not going to be focusing so much on the wireframes because, you know, wireframes is is so broad by itself. I want to focus more on high-fidelity wireframes, the high-fidelity prototypes, the, the stuff that you actually have to get testing, usability testing on uh, to to further progress your project. So what is the high-fidelity prototype. Okay, so what is it? High fidelity prototypes refers to the the um, the amount of functionality and interaction you can get that represents the product at its closest resemblance to the final version of it with details and its functionality. So the high in fidelity represents the level of comprehensiveness that allows you to examine the usability questions when you're when you're um, testing the user behavior on it making conclusions the hi fi goes into the UX principles and also is the UI principles but you know most of the time when you're just testing out the prototype you want to make sure that the user knows that it's just a prototype it's not a fully it's not a fully uh, finished product and so lo-fi, hi-fi. Just make sure the user knows what those are, and and uh, what's going to be present in the prototyping stage. Sorry, not the prototyping stage, but the testing stage for them. So when when do we make? When is the right time to make these high fidelity prototypes? When you have all your visual designs ready. You know, when you have the idea of the interactive elements, when you have, when you, when you've thought about the navigations, uh, the animations, when, when you create these wireframes, you have to have all these things in mind already. Yes, the wireframes could be just the boxes, the you know logos here, text goes here, whatever for the wireframes but when you actually translate that into real designs you have to know you have to get these visual wa- the visual swatches down and and have an idea on how this is gonna actually work And that's what all this planning and and the prototyping stage comes into you also want to test all these uh, you want to do this high fidelity prototypes when you want to test transitions you know when you want to test the effects on users behavior uh, when you want to test the details of the UI, the color schemes, all that stuff, that's when you want that's when you make the high fidelity prototype. That's after the low fidelity, which is like the wireframes and just getting the user flow down. And the main purpose, the main purpose of creating these high fidelity prototypes, is that they usability testing of the product and how the target audience is going to validate it. So what I mean by that is, when you have a finished product, or not a finished product, but like maybe it's seventy percent, eighty percent high fidelity pro, uh, prototype product. You need to see the immediate feedback that this is that this is um, bringing on users, because if you don't have a successful product, then well, I don't really how much to say to you. Because if you didn't test it, you don't really know how it's going to work, and it potentially blow in your uh, blow up in your face. So why? That is why. You have to have your users validate it, so it works, right? There's multiple there's multiple benefits, except for your project not completely failing. It's the interactive prototypes are so close to the true graphical representation of the product that it can allow a thorough test of detailed aspects like the UI components, the layouts, the colors, information hierarchy, uh, interactions. They provide a good base in terms of project management as well for making estimates on how much time is needed, and the quality assurance testing. The availability of these interactive prototypes can improve the collaboration. So you really need to talk about um, how how you're how you're going to be communicating with the dev team when it comes to these high fidelity prototypes, because at the end of the day, these are just screens to them. But if they don't understand the logic and the true representation of what the animations are and how the user is going to interact they don't know how to code it they're just putting together the puzzle that you give them okay and you have to have every single piece for that going into how we're going to make these so how do how are we going to make these prototyping stage and there's a lot of um there's a lot of different tools that a lot of people use such as InVision. InVision is my favorite. InVision is the most popular, I think, um, next to I guess Proto.io and Pixate. Um, InVision allows the allows the designers to put uh, design in, right? Whether it's a wireframe or whether it's a high high fidelity prototype, InVision allows the designer to put these screens in InVision, share it with the dev team. And make a clickable prototype. So without actually producing this product, the designer could very well make a very simple prototype, allowing transitions, allowing them to get an idea for these, for what the animations will be, what screen goes to what screen, and just basic things to get a better idea. But you have to have the choose the right tool accordingly to your job, right? And for all those that are interested, I'll list out a few. Um, I'll list out a few uh, softwares that I really love to use. I love using Framer. Framer is a very new one that allows you to do the same with the wireframes in, in a very user-friendly way. Adobe XD, uh, pre- previously known as the Project Comet, if you knew what that was. But Adobe XD is a very nice one as well. Um, so I recommend looking into that. Pixay prototype I- Proto.io is a nice one. Azure if you if you guys ever work with uh, Visual Studio Office, Azure is part of that as well, and it's amazing. Principle is a good one too, and Form. So you can always just go on the internet, see the pros and cons. Everyone has a different situation, situational use, but I think Envision is one of the top ones to use, and I strongly recommend it. Get Definitely get into it. Okay, so you now know why I make these high-fidelity prototypes and you know what i make them with and you know when to make them okay but now is the time to give you some insight i guess on like practical considerations when you're when you're using these prototypes and and if you haven't noticed by now the main the main focus of this episode is to concentrate on how you're going to be testing this thing, how you're going to be um how you're going to be interacting with your audience, right? So that's because that's the whole point of the producing stage. You need that feedback. You need that constant usability testing. And here are some practical considerations that I like to give when doing these. So, the aesthetics what are the aesthetics that are produced in the prototype in the terms of visuals, interactions, you know how what kind of native feeling does it give? Um, the evaluation established interaction models in the software that you can use to drag and drop. So what I mean by that is what where in the prototype is the interaction? So are you draw, are you dragging anything? are you dropping anything? Um, are you doing anything to create that prototype quickly? How are you handling the assets, okay? In terms of syncing them with uh, popular cloud-based platforms, right? So in Envision, how are you storing all these things? How is the dev team getting to know all the assets and the animations and all that stuff? How are you managing that? Is it compatible? So is your prototype going to be compatible with a lot of other programs, such as Photoshop, Illustrator, Sketch? So Sketch is the main one that I use, but Illustrator. If you're a Microsoft user, Photoshop. So all these things you have to think about is the compatibility is a huge one, especially for developers on a side note. If your code isn't compatible with like Safari versus Chrome, you're pretty screwed. The ability to preview your prototypes across platforms. So that is very crucial too. I know a lot of you have asked me, is there any mobile... Uh, version to do these prototypes in and it's not so much the prototype like creating the prototype mobily but it's able to test the prototype mobily which is the envision envision nicely has a nice uh, setup where it allows you to test test uh prototypes on the go and that's crucial a lot of people are going to be on the go it's a mobile first world now so given the ability to preview your prototypes across different size platforms is huge Another big considering thing is the playback speed. So the playback speed is uh, how fast transitions are happening. You know, um, what is going to be going on in the meantime when you click something, like is there a, a loading screen? Is there a loading icon there? You know, what is happening to the user to allow them to, I guess, validate that, okay, you know, something's happening and we're all good. This is a big one guys. Is there a library that you have your common UI elements in? Basically a UI kit. So as So a lot of people actually fail to not make a UI kit and I think it's very important because if you're when you're creating all these high fidelity icons and and screens, you want to create like almost a bank, you know, a bank or a library for all these assets. So then when you whenever you need to make a quick button, All your consistency is already there. It's like magic. You honestly go into the UI kit. You see, okay, well, I have this, this, this. I have these kind of buttons, and I want to have that button. That way it guarantees you that there are no other buttons left in. There are no other different kinds of buttons in your design. So automatically, there's going to be the consistency right away. So create a library for your UI elements and throw everything unique in there because consistency is key. Okay. And lastly, I just want to finish up here with some tips that go hand in hand with prototyping as a whole and prototyping, making like the high fidelity mock-ups and testing it. So when you before you test it, like I said before, just tell the user that this is strictly a prototype and there could be things that are not functioning. At least they're not going in with um with an idea of like okay, well it has to do this um or you're you're not considering their human nature right now. You're you're just worried about the functionality and the testing of it. Because that is a whole other topic that I'm going to get into about how we're humans versus users. That is a whole deep conversation that I'm going to get into later. But for now, just let them know that this is a prototype. Okay, You don't want to give them the wrong idea. And you want to you know, start them on the right foot. Another nice tip is when you are formally doing this user testing, it can be very time consuming. So make sure it is p- compatible on mobile devices. And use um, the use the quick interactive uh, prototypes to get feedback instantly and anytime you can. That meaning said. That being said, you go so you can just pull out your phone, get the feedback you need. Okay, does this click go here? Okay, perfect. Thank you. And then you can just throw it in there as your one of your feedback results. All right. So. but one of, one of the biggest tips is if you have a flow that has a very long flow, and what I mean by that is if it's a, a very extensive app, it has a sign-in process, you know, it has an onboarding process, it has a personal profile process, dashboard process, all these different processes, you don't really want the user to just sit there and be like, okay, well, not to go through all these single processes, and if one thing goes wrong, then they tend to restart the whole process again. So split up your, split up the uh, usability testing into like sections. Okay, it's like this one section one sign up. Did you do that correctly? Boom, done. Did you onboard correctly? Done. Did you personal? Did you set up your personal profile correctly? Okay, that's done too. You know. So they don't always have to go back and and, and re- reiterate every single thing they were doing. <laughs> okay, so wrapping up here, we set, we talked about what we uh, what our high fidelity prototypes, the mock-ups are. When do we use them? Why do we use them? How do we use them? So that's how I think, guys. That's the three steps. I plan, I prototype, and then I produce. And a lot of the producing stage is just getting the usability testing. That's the producing the results that you need, producing a successful product, and producing the right way to think, okay? I'm just kidding. Everyone has their right way of thinking. But this is how I think. It's been a beautiful series. And... I can't wait to get started on my next series, and that is going to be a little surprise for you guys. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning to the episode 6 of The Producing Stage. I really hope you guys learned a lot here about what real pro, uh, producing stage is, what the real deal is. And uh, leave any questions, leave feedback for me. I always love feedback. And thank you. Thank you for joining in. It's been great. Cheers.